this is the I Don't Want to Fit In podcast. I'm Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place where I help fellow misfits and black sheep create freedom on their own terms. This podcast is all about other stories of not staying in the box, living lives that are out of the normal. Starting a new venture out there is scary. The idea of trying to do something on your own, and even the idea of something that's supposed to create money for you that you can live on that you could possibly quit a job for buy a house with everything else has an added pressure to it and we're we're not built that way we're not we've never been taught it's kind of the mentality that we're all supposed to get a job and just work to the rest till we die kind of thing that starting a side hustle or even your own your own business is scary and there are there's a way to test out an idea before you actually jump in completely because there's there's so many different things you can do you can always test it out before you put a lot of money a lot of skin a lot of extra stuff to it so you don't waste a lot of money always a lot of time before you realize that it's viable that people actually want it people actually need it and like that or if you're even doing it a certain way that people want it for and so i kind of want to give you my two kind of big steps that you need to do to test that idea before you try it and the first one is to plan it out this is not like your full business plan you don't need to have every single detail figured out but there's certain things you really need to get figured out you need to kind of figure out what your end game is of like what you're doing what you're making and stuff like that and work backwards that's always the big main thing that a lot of people tell you is to work backwards so you know what the steps are and how you can break them all down so you of course you got to figure out like what are you making what are you doing what are you actually kind of what are you helping to solve for a person and then who are your customers how are you going to reach them how are you going to market them where are they like are you going to find them on social media do you want to put pamphlets out at certain stores that you know they're at it's all going to be word of mouth. Like You kind of need to figure out those certain things. Figure out what your tools you need. And what is the bare minimum? The bare minimum of your tools for creating the thing, for the promotion, the space and time you need. Like, are you going to be able for where, how your life is right now? Can you create this? Like, are, if you're making an actual product, can you do it in the evenings after work every day? Do you have the t- space? Do you have kids also to do? Do you have a workstation that you can do things for? Are you doing a service like lawn mowing just for the summer? You can do that on the weekends. You can put like little signs up on some people's yards if you ask them. You can put them up on your local stores kind of in the area saying these are like I, I do lawn mowing, blah, blah, blah on these days for you and kind of give them the information of this, how you cannot contact and everything else. Figure out how you're going to how your customers are going to reach you. If you do a website, that does cost some. A lot of places, there's a couple options out there that are free. You can search for that yourself. And a lot of ones that do cost, they usually give you 30 days to try it out. You can always just do it on Instagram and Facebook. You can just have an email. You can just do it through text. If you're only going to do in-person stuff, like do flyers and everything like that, that's kind of how you're going to need to do it. When it comes to also when you're making something, like you need to put into there like what time 
process you're going to do or the time to get your equipment, time to make it. You got to put it out there of how much time it's going to make you to do that. So people don't expect the second they buy it, you're just going to send it out. Are you going to try to pre-make it first? Are you going to make it as they come? Are you going to have a bunch of stuff already figured out and say like, hey, I got 10 of these. What do you want to do? Like figure out how that general structure is. And of course, this is the big one that a lot of people don't realize. Even if you're only doing a side hustle and you don't make enough to, you don't think you're going to make enough to have to pay taxes, still have a separate bank account. Because if anything goes wrong, they can sue you. And since all your money went into your personal account, that all counts to that. That's a weird legal thing, but that's everything I've ever been told is always have something separate, even if you don't make it like a lot of money from it. Like in Minnesota, I think it's under $10,000 or so. I'm not 100% sure on that. You don't need to worry about taxes. You don't need to worry about all these extra things. You don't have to have a card reader right away, even though there's like Square, which is free. They just do processing. There's You can set up with PayPal. You can set up with Venmo if you want, but... You just need to make sure you have like a separate email so all your stuff can just be put in one place. You don't get it mixed up in your personal one so you don't lose the receipts, lose communications and everything else. It's just easier having kind of things a little bit separated. And having a bank account's free. Skirt readers, mostly free, unless the processing stuff. Same with PayPal, Venmo, and everything else. Having a free email, like you can just do say you like sewing by joan at gmail.com most people really don't have a problem there used to be i say like 10 years ago if anyone saw something that was msn hotmail google gmail whatever else they they thought it was unprofessional and they're like oh you just you do this on the side you're just kind of a hustler you don't you're not legitimate you're not be trusted now people don't care because not everybody wants to pay for that stuff i don't care if your mom sews things on the side. She's been doing it since you were a baby. And now you're in your 30s. Shit, she had plenty of time to be an expert at it. I trust her just as much as anyone else to sew me a doll or a bib or anything like that. The second big step is just getting it out in front of your customers, your audience and everything else. The point is to pre-sell it. And this is before you really get everything done. Like You can kind of get your idea on what your structure is for doing your service, where you're going to do cleaning, dog walking, um, car washes, whatever else. You can kind of get that other stuff figured out and know you have your equipment there. But before you actually make a huge investment on buying more equipment or adding extra things of like, oh, I'm going to do trimming or I'm going to do tree stuff, I'm going to do shrubs, don't buy any other equipment until you show out there that what you're doing is something people want. The same with a product. Like if you already kind of have the stuff for sewing stuff or doing paintings and everything else, fine. Use what you already have. If you really, really, really think it'll be fine to get a few things to make it just elevate a little bit better or get slightly better things for shipping, that's fine. It's up to you to figure out what you can afford because that's part of the planning is that you need to know what you can afford because I want to make sure you spend as little as possible in the very beginning until you actually have your one one or two products or one or two services and start making money from it first because the thing is is that you want to make sure everything's already in front of your audience but you got to make sure everything's set up have your social media have your email 
all that stuff. That This could take a day or two, a couple hours out of your time to get those little things figured out. You can get a Facebook page. You can get an Instagram account, whatever else. Get your email and have it already set up on your phone, have it set up on your iPad or your computer so you can find it wherever you're at. Because then when you put your first thing out there, whether it's a Facebook post with your friends of like, hey, I just started doing this, ask them to share, ask um, other people you know, get on Facebook groups, put up a flyer that you do this stuff, send out pictures, whatever else. Getting it out there so you can see whether or not someone has an interest. Get the conversation going. And when it comes to especially products, sometimes services, that it takes a while. The old marketing tips out there is that you need to have at least seven touch points before someone decides to buy. Now, the age of social media, that is a lot bigger. I have no idea what it is because I've heard so many different people tell you different numbers. And I honestly, I don't care. But seven is the minimum. And... If you're lucky, you already have some friends and family who've already seen, like, oh, you do lawn work. I've already seen yours. It's gorgeous. Like, hell yeah, I'll pay you 20 bucks to mow my lawn because I don't want to do it. I did that for a whole summer. It was hot. It was years ago. One of those really scorching summers. And the place we were at had a hill the very front of the house that was literally like a 45 degree angle. Shit was. I, I can't push a lawnmower there. I don't. I honestly didn't care to. So I was kind of like, hey, the kid has a business. He's got several lawnmowers and trimmers. It's like, how much was it to mow our lawn? He's like, 50 bucks. Fine by me. I only did it once a month. And that's all I need to do. That's viable for him to get his gas, to get his stuff going. But he's still got money for himself. But the, when you also when you do these things, part of the planning is you need to make sure you have all your info ready. You have the, you got to have a buy button. You have to, you got it when someone gets the stuff going, once they ask you, for the buy, you need to be ready to take it. You need to be ready to take their money, take their information, give them. When they look at it, they need to be able to have, whether you have in a Facebook, just a Facebook page with all the info, an actual website page, give them all the info right away of how they can contact you. Yes, there's some people out there whether or not you should give your prices right away. I, I honestly personally think you should give prices when it comes to certain things. But you need to be kind of like, you definitely need to show on there like, this is for a very basic. If you do like dog grooming, a one dog nail clipping is like $10. Nail clipping and grinding is $17. If you want to do a bath, that's $20. Like for short hair dogs, it's $20. Long hair dogs, it's $30. Like you can give them all that information. So it's so easy for them kind of like, oh, I need that. I like that. That's perfect for me there. That's perfect for me there. Let me contact you. Let's do this. And that way you can get going. Because the sooner you get paid, the sooner you can get it done. Those are those are people who will give you praise. Who will tell other people, oh, yeah, you, you need to get your dog done. You need to get your lawn mow done. Or you, you really love this picture in my house. Like, this is the person I use. That's where you get your reviews. That's where you get your references. And once you start getting enough people going, that, again, tells you what you're doing is viable. If you... If none of this is working, or you're having a very slow, you only get one or two person, people and everything else, this does not mean that your idea is completely wrong. You may need to just adjust on the wording you are doing when you're explaining things, and your copy, and your promotions, on your 
posts and everything else. Sometimes you just need to change what you're putting in there. It may just be like the pictures. It, you may just be giving too little information. You might be giving too extra. Now you're being too florist of kind of like, oh, you just, we just want all to be just so, so fun and so free. And you're just trying to add all the extra like descriptive words that are not necessary. Maybe you just need the one of your offers needs to, like maybe you're not right in the right price range in the area you're in. Maybe you need to add more with the what you're offering. Maybe it needs to be a different size. Like there's there's little things out there. Because of course when you get started, there's going to be some questions out there. Some people are calling, oh, I would love this, but do you have in a four pack? Or do you have this picture in a bigger size? The, mind what you're getting asked. And if you're still kind of struggling and everything else, start asking around of kind of like people you know who shared your stuff. Like, hey, what did you like about this? What didn't you like about this? Um, Give it out there. Kind of like, what do you guys need? Because it happens with Instagram stories. You can ask questions. You can have people kind of do polls on Facebook and things like that. Get it out there and don't be scared to ask people questions of like, what else do you need? What what isn't working for you? Anything like that. It doesn't mean you have to like throw the whole thing out. Like bath water, baby, sink, and everything. It may just be an adjustment. Yes. And there are sometimes, yes, what you're doing is not right. May not even be right right now. May not be right for you because you don't have enough experience. Or you just don't have the right enough equipment. You, you get That always can be put in like a parking lot list. Or you're just parking right there. It's, you're going to come back to it. Move on to the next thing. The thing is that you shouldn't be so attached to what you're doing that you're stuck. You need to move on. doesn't mean anything is a failure because you learned. Because you had to figure out how to... You, part of what you figured out already for the plan, you can use it all for another thing. Figuring out what the Facebook, you know how to set up everything. You already have the bank account. You can always have a, all these different emails and everything else. It's not that hard to... You already had steps kind of figured and it's never going to be, like, I've had times where I was going back and forth on how I wanted to do my photography. I did try portraits. I've tried weddings. And it didn't work. I enjoyed it. I made money. It just wasn't kind of, it didn't sit well with me. And the thing is, too, is that you could also be making money and you're not enjoying yourself. You have every right to stop doing it. Or you can just do kind of like one batch of like, I'm doing apple pies and when it's uh apple season you do it then you do it all at once like these are all i'm getting and that's all you're done anything you do especially when it comes to a side hustle can just be seasonal you can do it just once just to try it out and like okay you learned what you did and did not like about certain things and move on to the next one because the thing is you shouldn't have all the skin in there you shouldn't have you shouldn't be so invested that it's gonna make break you and again you don't have to Completely get rid of it. You can take parts of it to move it to the next thing you're working on. Or you can park it for later. Like I did I did writing. I made, I wrote articles. I had some in magazines. I've done stuff like that. I didn't love it. But I love the idea of writing. I love doing it. And so I parked it for a little bit. While I worked on a few other things. I came back to it. Now I'm writing a book. Now I love doing it for my blog post. I love doing. I, I like the idea of getting back into different magazines. But because there are other like the magazine landscape has changed. What they want, what the people want to say, 
different kinds of ma- there's different like online magazines out there. There's different needs now, which is very different than what they had, say five, six years ago. Doesn't mean you. I didn't see. I, I didn't get rid of the idea of writing. I just moved it. Of course, I've always wanted to write a book, so that's kind of for me. That was always going to be. That was going to happen at some point. And it's just I. I just wasn't ready. I wasn't confident enough. I hadn't had enough. I guess maybe experience. I didn't have enough confidence in what I had to say and what I had to give to be okay with it. And that could be all you need. There's certain things in the world that you just. You're not quite ready for it yet. It's not a no, it's a not yet. And you can always you can always take time to adjust. You can come back to the next season. You can take a break for, from a month while you work on another thing. And the best part for me, of course, when it comes to like side hustles, is always having more than one. You have a, like two or three, maybe, that are kind of year-round. You just kind of work on one more than the others at certain times because with every business there's hills valleys there's times you're more busy times are kind of less going on and then you add a couple of seasonal ones in there and there you go you fill in all your time it gives you time to kind of figure out your time for have time off vacation doing stuff with like I i knew someone who literally has several like she had three different side hustles and she planned out her pregnancy through that and then she was like okay she had a little earlier than she wanted to but her Two main ones, um, they had an overlap on when she had less, she was less busy. And it was good like two months before um, her one seasonal thing ended. So she had plenty of time, she had plenty saved up, and then she had time to just prepare for working the next thing, everything else ready for when she had the baby. She had a good two months where she didn't have to do anything. And then after that two months, she still kind of was in, like, partial maternity leave. She stayed home. She had help. She kind of already had most of the main stuff that really took a lot of time already ready. But she tested those ideas out first. And because she had, yeah, she had two other seasonal things that she just put on the, put on the side for a little while while she was in there. Because one of them could have easily brought up at the time she was in her maternity leave. But she didn't need it. She had enough money saved up. She had enough stuff going on. And... She came back to it two years later. She didn't have to. She could have left it. She could have waited three years. Hell, whatever you need to do. But she tested it out. She made sure she was ready to make money from it. And she kind of she took those t- those same things. Like I've done it before. I've had a lot of adjustments. I mean, I've been doing this since college. Like pretty much like halfway through college when I was really thinking about doing my own business. And I was really getting into the idea of having side hustles. So don't feel worried or weirded out that you don't have it all figured out. Don't put too much into it. Don't go out because you have some experience on something to get all this extra equipment. Don't put a lot of money into it unless you know you're going to use it. If it's if it's a hobby you've already had and you've already got some stuff, see whichever you can use. And then once you make a little bit more money... Then add a few more stuff. Things, anything that makes life a little easier, makes your product quicker, makes your service better, whatever else. But don't put too much into it before you actually figure out that it's viable. Before you actually have everything set in place so you can actually do whatever you're doing that's with quality, with integrity. That you can actually be a 
really good service for your customers, good products, and everything like that. Thanks for listening. Check out CourageousCreativity.co to get all the info on our guests, download any freebies, or to check out my other podcasts.